Podcasting from their dining room table in Long Beach, California, it's the Stonebirds with Dave Stone and Katie Strandberg. Get it? Advice and encouragement from two goofballs who can barely run their own lives. Call now at 562-548-2012 to be a part of the show. Now welcome the Stonebirds. And we're on. Yeah. What's up? Hello. What's up, boo? What's up, boo? What's up, boo? What's up? I don't know why I got so aggressive out of the gate. <laughs> you did. What's your name? Oh, well, I, I live with you. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh. Welcome, welcome to the Stonebergs podcast. I'm Dave Stone. And I'm Katie Strandberg. That is us. Isn't that cute? Yeah. We're cute. <laughs> we're, Gross. I want to kill myself for saying adorable. that. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Oh, jeez. What, uh, what a it's crazy time scary. we're living in. It's so scary. I'm so sorry, everybody. It's awful. I don't know. I don't know what to say. Coronavirus... Uh, I'm from the city of Corona in California, so that's something. Mm-hmm. No, there's nothing no. that is connected to Same it. Same words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bought Corona beer the other day uh, for you, boo, because I wanted Corona to, you know, the beer company is not doing well, guys. This I forgot what the uh, stat was, but there was a story recently about Corona beer has, their sales have dropped at something like 35% oh or 53%, God. something like that. What is wrong with people? A lot. What is wrong? Oh, with- we're dumb. Now, I get it if it's all beer sales have dropped. Like, hey, people aren't buying beer as much. They're just loading up on the essentials. <laughs> but to actively <laughs> avoid Corona beer because of the coronavirus, yikes. Don't Guys. vote. Don't. No. Every, that that whole <laughs> mantra, get out and vote, everybody vote. It don't matter who you vote for. Just, no, it, no, not everybody needs to vote. Oh. If you traditionally drank Corona beer and you have stopped because of the coronavirus, don't vote. That's don't all. vote. That's oh, all. I see, because they're dumb. Yes, there you go. Whoa. Look out. <laughs> what where, did you think my point was? I don't know. All of a sudden you're talking about voting, and I'm like, what? Are, huh? Yeah. I thought you had like a moment, like dementia was starting. No, I'm or just something. saying, the same people who are who used to drink Corona and who now I get have stopped. It. No, yeah. Don't need to vote. I'm the problem. You realize <laughs> you're with the problem. Mm. Hmm. So how are you doing with all this, boo? Boo, I'm scared. You are. I'm freaked out, You are dude. freaked out. I've had to calm you down a little bit. I've Every night, guys, uh, I just start looking at Dave and then I say, I'm really scared. <laughs> He talks me down. <laughs> well, in, in your defense, you want to tell us why you're scared? Oh, um, yeah. About, I said this on an episode, but uh, long story short, about three years ago, I was in New Orleans. I had walking pneumonia for mm-hmm. about, it was about a month I had it uh, unknowingly. It had developed into severe pneumonia, and I had to have lung surgery. And so part of my right lung has been taken out. How much? Do you know? They said almost half. Almost half. But like, I don't know, guys. I was also very high on medication. You're missing a substantial portion of the lung. Yeah. Therefore, that (laughs) makes you uh, vulnerable. Yeah. Oh, one lung Katie over here. What's the, uh, there's some term that has been floating around, uh, immune compromised or something to that regard. Immune, I hashtagged it in one of my Facebook messages. I don't know messages. Listen to me. I'm like a nana. Oh, I was on the Facebook. <laughs> yeah, anyway. But that's, I mean, it's scary. <sighs> well, like, guys, scary it is scary. for healthy people, much less someone like yourself. Look, guys, and I will tell you, I was a drinker at the time of this. I don't drink anymore because <coughs> it's not a good look on me. That's a pre-existing cough, by the way. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Good. I've, I've had like... Get a, the sanitizer. I need to interrupt, but <laughs> I've had like a pesky little small cough for like two years. I've had like... It feels like a very, very, very mild bout of uh, bronchitis that I just perpetually have. So anyway. And but, you won't go to the doctor. Because in I, Georgia, we don't believe in doctors. We didn't go to the doctor. We went down to the creek <laughs> and rubbed a dead fish on our back. Um, 
<laughs> what were you saying? I interrupted. I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. Oh, just be careful, guys, because if you don't feel well, please stay home. Please, please, for me. Yes. Because it's it's scary. Yeah. I mean, I understand you got to go out, you know, sometimes. You, you got to go get groceries. I get that. Yeah. And, you know, if you got to go to the doctor or whatever, but, like, these jackasses, like, going to bars. I saw something on Twitter the other day. We we had uh, recently a nice vacation in Nashville. Oh, yeah. Over, over the holidays. Tornado, uh, RIP. Poor yeah. Nashville. Good yeah. Lord. But I saw something the other day about, you know, that their big party district, uh, for those who don't know, is, is Broadway or Lower Broadway. That's where all the honky-tonks are and the live music and all the bars and stuff. And, and like, I don't know when this is going to come out, but, you know, day two or day three of the pretty much nationwide quarantine people are still like woohoo and not uh, just a few people like those there was some video of like the bars being packed and it's like that doesn't make no. you cool doesn't make you anti-establishment i'm not going to listen to what the government's <laughs> telling me no you're risking people's lives and your life and your life and your life yeah. it's not even oh god guys listen listen to doctors and i don't know all the details i mean you would think we would know now by now because you and I both just watch the CNN news all the time. All the time. So, but I think the big picture, from what I gathered, is like, you know, large crowds. Don't yep. don't go to you know indoor concerts. Don't large crowds. But I I feel like outdoors you should be kind of okay as long as you know you're staying away from people. But you and I went walking on the beach yesterday, and the beach beach, the sand beach, was yeah. fine. We were right by the sand. Dave likes to go right. Yeah, I like by to the go water. right by the water, and even though <laughs> I feel like it's messing up my. My spine or something because we walk at an angle. Your or your equilibrium. Yeah. Is it equilibrium? Well, I, I, I just know. feel like my hips are oh, going to yeah. be out of alignment uh, <laughs> just because there's that slope. But anyway, so when we're walking like on the sandy beach near the water, it, it's pretty good because there's not a lot of people around. But then we get on that like pedestrian trail or the bike trail, just this concrete path that, that rolls through town by the beach. You know, that's about 100, year, 100 yards off the water. Um, yeah, just but, a path. but there was a lot of people on that path. And one guy was jogging, and he just, like, right as he passed me, he just breathed right in my face. Really weirdly stopped, looked at Dave, and then breathed. <laughs> and I and we both saw it, like, in slow motion, like, no. Yeah, and he was man. old, so who knows what's going on in that whole body. Well, it's just scary. Like, uh, the grocery store we go to here in Long Beach, Vaughn's, uh, it's one of those that um, has, like, a parking deck. And then oh. you got to take an elevator down. Oh, God. Um, and I usually try to always take the stairs, but you have if you want a cart, if you want a buggy, you have to get it from the parking deck and take it in the elevator and then go down. I love that you <laughs> call it buggy, by yeah. the way. <laughs> Is cart the proper term? <laughs> I think, well, I've always called it cart, but I love buggy. Buggy. No, it's cute. I like it. Go get us a buggy. Um, but, it, you know, it's just a big, like, cargo elevator. And the other day I was in there, and there was, like, four or five people just crammed into this elevator, oh. just holding my breath the whole time, so... It's scary, man. It is scary, guys. And, and oh. now they're saying, I saw something on the news today where Trump, you know, I don't make it, we don't get too political on here, but duh, I, not a fan. Yeah. <laughs> not a fan of Trump. Same. But regardless, there's enough of that out there. But um, I was listening to him speak and he, he mentioned something about, and I don't know if this was just like most of his stuff, he's just pulling it out of his ass or whatever, but uh, he said something to, to the effect of this could go on until July or August. Oh God, I know. Charlie, God damn it! I thought hey, I got Charlie. all the squeaky toys. Oh, the squeaky toys! Ah, shit! That's all right. I gave him a bone. Yeah. Is it normal to just feed your dog bones and then have him eat the that, entire thing? Okay. The point of this show is to answer <laughs> the listeners' questions, oh, yeah. but I have a question for the listeners: Is it okay for dogs to literally eat the bone? I think it's fine. Charlie eats bone. Like, not all just, he doesn't just swallow it whole like a, like a cartoon. No, he'll gnaw and gnaw and gnaw. And, and then whittles it down it. and then eats little pieces. And then, uh, I feel like but then fine. when we go pick up his poo mm-hmm. on our walks, it's like cement. It's, it's like little concrete. It's kind of fun. Yeah. Weirdly, I'm kind of into it. Like, I like not, <laughs> not into <laughs> picking up poop, uh-huh. but it's interesting because it's much, it's, it's solid. Yeah. It's like a rock. I don't have to, it's not goopy. Like a it's Geologist. Not, yeah, it's Whoa, fun. Here's a it's, good one. I could like just pretend that it's not, you know, picking up dog shit. I'm <laughs> I'm in Jurassic Park. Mm. Oh. Mm-mm-mm. They left uh, us. Well, so what else going on, Boo? Like uh, I don't know. 
I know. We it's know funny. each other. <laughs> when, when Kyle and I do the Boogie Monster, you know, we... <laughs> you catch up! Kyle and I hang out quite a bit, but a lot there's a lot of times when we record where I literally haven't seen him since the last time we recorded. So part of it is, is catching up, because I literally don't know what he's been up to that week. But it's kind of hard to pull that off with you, like, what's going on? What you been <laughs> well, up to? Well, and we're quarantined. Yeah. So now we're, <laughs> we're like, like, even l- literally, <laughs> literally next to each, to each other, other. <laughs> all day long. It's uh, great. No. But Boo. how you feeling? I'm doing okay. I How's love... How's you feel? Oh, no. Mr. Davis. <laughs> Inside joke. Uh, but... Curb Your Enthusiasm has been on, guys. Yeah, been been really watching a lot of Curb. Gosh, I love that. In that episode where he has the... Um, his maid, his his Latino maid, uh, gets her <laughs> husband to come and be the the handyman, and then they're trying to hang like I forgot what they call it, it's but a, a little cross on oh, the door. It's not a mitzvah. It's a I forget. Yeah, yeah. but he's he's encouraging the handyman guy, <laughs> the, the Latino handyman, to uh, like how to how to communicate with with Larry's father. Like, hey, my father's coming over. He's old, so you know, and he, he's not super coherent, and he can't hear that well. So you're gonna have to speak up and just ask him how he's doing. You know, just like, hey, how you doing, Mister David? How are you? And he goes, how do you feel? He goes, okay, so say it like that, like, hello, Mister David, <laughs> how you feel? Yeah, yeah, that's that's good. So we're quoting Curb. Yeah, we're so. not being dicks. Yeah, and that's how the guy speaks, by the way. Okay. I, Listen, no, I know. Oh, I no. get defensive because on 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 the boogie, like I, I had a habit of like, I'm saying like I'm not trying to do like a <laughs> like a racist caricature <laughs> accent, but if you're quoting a movie line and the guy has a Latino accent or whatever accent, like uh, you know, like uh, can I not do that? Listen, you How's are a fail? vocal artist. I just want you to mm-hmm. spread your wings, yeah, and fly. <laughs> what? <laughs> Guys, he went grocery shopping today, and oh, oh, he's a champion. Man, I tell you one thing that does I'm enjoying is like I feel like a fucking hunter gatherer. Yeah, like I'm going out and I'm going to get some food for my family. And guys, I usually do the shopping, which is not good. Mm-hmm. Um, I spend way too much money, and then we have nothing in the fridge. Like <laughs> I'll come back with a gallon of water and like. Well, sweatshirts. Because you got a $30 a day <laughs> beverage habit. I do. Tell us about your beverage okay. habit. Guys, I enjoy beverages in a way that I have to have at least at least two beverages next to me. I, I can never just have a single beverage. And when beverage. you say beverages, what what's the top oh. of the rotation? Okay, so, well, I'm not going to go at tears, uh-huh. but in no particular order, uh, sparkling water. Uh-huh. Perrier is great, but any not type Not the of- watermelon, though. No. Or the, or the orange? No. Or the... No. I don't really like the flavors. I like lime. Lime's great. Lemon's great. Uh, so soda water. Mm-hmm. Lemon, lime, preferably. Is there a difference between seltzer water and soda water? I don't know. Mm, I don't Again, know. guys, yeah. let us know. Yeah. What's your phone number? <laughs> We're going to call you and ask you some questions, people. Um, then I'd go with peach iced tea unsweetened. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, well... And obviously, you got to start your day off with a Starbucks yeah. Trenta iced coffee with non-fat mm-hmm. milk, no sweetener. Guys, I I obviously love the caffeine, and I don't know. I think that's those are my top right now. Well, that's my and top. it's funny that all of your favorite <laughs> beverages, none of them are are anything that we can make in in, in bulk. No, uh uh-uh. uh it's very- although you could we could make uh, 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 we could brew up a gallon of unsweet tea. Yeah, you know. I don't know. But then it's not in the cute little bottle. I like the bottle. I like the bottle. <laughs> God, we're so I part am of the, the problem. Worst. I am. We recycle, though. We recycle, yeah. yeah. But still. Today, we gave a whole bag of recycling yeah. to a homeless man. Is that... No, These I dudes, I get like... Uh, I don't know how I feel about that. Our garbage cans, we live in a, in a four-unit building, and all the garbage cans are in the back behind the building. And like, it's just... It, The homeless folks around here just feel like, that's my shit. I'm going to go in your backyard and rummage through your trash. Uh. And I get it on garbage day when the (laughs) the trash cans are out front (laughs) on the sidewalk. I get the whole, you put your trash can on the sidewalk, it's kind of public domain or whatever. But we got people on non-garbage days just going going to the back of the property and rummaging through shit. And that guy did that today, and I was like, "Who's this guy?" So after he got through rummaging through all our stuff, uh, I took the the 
the, the recyclables that we had inside, and I just brought them out to him. Like, hey, dude, here you go. This is what you're looking for. <laughs> I think that's great. Yeah. No, I feel I, bad for those folks. And you know, Of course. Charlie. Charlie. Shut up. Stop it. Um, oh, Charlie. But, yeah, anyway, uh, let's go back to uh, grocery shopping. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, uh, you killed it. I've been but... crushing it. and uh, But it, it is a different... Uh, you and I shop very differently. You and I eat very differently. Yeah. Well, you eat food mm-hmm. normally. Well, yeah, duh. And I don't. I don't like meals, guys. I like to pick. I like to have snacks throughout the day. You've got the palate I usually... of, a, <laughs> of just a five-year-old. I do. I like... What is my recent thing? Oh, oh, God. oh I'm into tortillas, you guys. She will take flour. a flour tortilla, <laughs> throw it in the microwave. <laughs> On a paper out, towel, I'm not a monster. Pull it out and then dump salt all over it, and it just bounces right off, by the way. That, socks, that salt is not sticking. No, no, no. It, it sticks. It, you have to, I fold it. I fold the salt. Oh, so it ca- it catches it. Gotcha. Catches it. No, it like slides a, right off. Yeah, no. And you just eat a plain ass stupid. Th- and I'm like, I'll make you a quesadilla. Well, I'll make you a taco or burrito. We got we got the proteins. We got the cheese. Here's let the me thing. let me make you something. Dave is awesome, and he's a cook, and he's a chef, and he's a foodie, and it's great, and I love him. And you are a very talented cook. Um, Damn having, right. Having said got that, chops. <laughs> having said that, having said that, um, when I just want something quickly to eat, I'm not going to ask you mm-hmm. because it's going to be this whole like, let me put, you know, let me make a quesadilla for you. <laughs> I got this bad habit of wanting to to prepare food for my loved ones in a, in, a, in the best manner properly. Yeah. What a jerk. Yeah. Because. You guys get it. Like, sometimes you just want to eat a quesadilla with no, salt. Nothing's quick with me. Nothing's quick. Yeah. Nothing's quick. I just need it now. Well, yeah, my hunger just comes out of nowhere. You just got to be patient, though. Uh, I mean, I get, like, yeah. you know, if I'm doing something that takes all day. But I can make you, we should time, we should time me one day. I can make you a quesadilla in four minutes. That's Start great. Start to finish. I got to tell you, though, here's the thing. I get the paper towel. I get the I get the flour tortilla. I get it in there 10 seconds in the microwave, right? Nice and warm, in my hand. There we go, in my mouth, with the salt. Immediately. Just, <laughs> and, like... And no cleanup. Hello? No cleanup. Yeah. There's no dishes. You used, at least we got you off the dried pasta. That was a weird time. She used to just go in, <laughs> grab a handful of dried fettuccine, and just chomp on it like a damn donkey. That was when I was seeing a therapist, and I called her Dr. Jen. And clearly it wasn't a great time for me, because I was eating dried pasta and kind of just avoiding eye contact with Dave. <laughs> like, don't look at me. <laughs> But uh, her big old therapy to me was giving me a book uh-huh. and read like a self help book. Oh, okay, not that just, was it. Not a Tom Clancy novel. No, no, not a Tom. Not Here, a Daniel Steele. <laughs> yeah, called Boundaries, mm-hmm. and that. And then when I like said when I fired her, basically, she was very happy. You could tell in the email, the tone was like totally understand. Good luck to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's not you. It's me. Yeah. But you do, no offense, you you eat like a damn barnyard animal. Yeah, yeah. Like you love fruit. Absolutely. You're the only person in my life who I've ever seen uh, have seconds and thirds on fruit. Yeah. Lately I've been into tangerines. That's a contained fruit, I've seen you eat great. five or six tangerines in one setting. Yeah. And you'll just... That's fine. And you'll just... Eat apple. It's it's like feeding a horse. <laughs> I do eat just fast. Chomp it on apple. You eat an apple in two bites. I eat fast, yeah. fast and loose. Mm. It's crazy. It's something different. You gotta calm down. Yeah, I don't know. At least <laughs> you know I'm I'm trying. You I'm are. trying to. You're trying. Anyway, this is uh, the Stonebergs podcast. Uh, yeah, guys, give us a call anytime, twenty four seven. At uh, what's our number? Five six two five six two five four eight two zero one two. That's five six two. 548-2012. He's so good at that. Anything you guys want to talk about from A to Z, we can talk about dried pasta. We oh, can talk about please. pomegranates. 
We can flour talk tortillas, about, salt. Talk about barbecue. We can talk about the national deficit. We can talk about baseball. Oh, what, we didn't what, talk about my chunk and cheese habit, but we'll get to that in another oh episode. God, just eats cheese. Just <laughs> hey, get me a hunk of cheese. I call it a hunk of cheese. You won't even let me slice it up into nice little slices. I like to just rip it off the block mm-hmm. of cheddar cheese, like like Oliver Twist. <laughs> When I was little, I used to eat chunks of cheese with seasoning salt. Oh, I dip Jesus. it into the seasoning Good salt, God. and I and sometimes I would lick the cheese before so I could get more salt. So <sighs> let's, 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 let's answer some calls. Okay. Hey, Dave and Katie. So sorry, Katie. This is directed towards Dave. And uh, will you be my uncle? Yes, that's my question. Um, I'm asking because, okay, so I started listening to Boogie Monster like almost three years ago when I, I graduated high school and I moved across the country by myself and I got into it because my friend showed it to me and I just, I binged everything that was there and loved it. And it was like a, it was like, I don't know, podcasts are weird because you feel like you're having a conversation with two people that you're not. And I didn't really have friends at the time. And it took me a while to have friends. And so hearing these stupid, intimate, funny conversations that I wouldn't have heard anywhere else otherwise was very um, cool and helpful. And I don't know, you're a, a funny dude and I know you have a nephew, you don't have kids. Um, but hey, if you're looking for another nephew, I live in Portland. There's good food here, as you know. Um, yeah, I can be your nephew. All right. See you, dude. <laughs> oh, man. Well, thanks for the call. Oh, by the way, uh, I think we failed to mention this. Um, m- make sure you state your name when you call because oh, that, yeah. that way we have a point of reference, you know? Please. I don't know this person, but if you just said, hey, this is Jeff, I, at least now I can refer to him as Jeff. I don't know this guy's name. But uh, sure, dude, I'll be your uncle. Of course uh, he will. I'm, uh, I'm already an uncle, which is fine. I, uh, I, have, I have a nephew named Wes, uh, eight years old. And uh, you have two more nephews that are the greatest humans. Yeah, and uh, yeah, you have two nephews. You have uh, you have Jack and David. Oh, um, I like being an uncle. Kings. I, I'm not. I pretty much. I think it's pretty safe to say we're not going to have our own children. Oh God, no! At this point, I, mean, I no don't have to children. I don't. Have <laughs> Sorry, any, I don't have any children uh, from my past that I know of. Um, so the uncle is, is is fine with me. I. Uh, I don't feel like I'm a great uncle just because I don't. I only see my nephew Wes. Once or twice a year, um, it's hard. It's out of state, it's and out I like, of state. but I do like the concept of being an uncle. However, I will say that is one of the that's uh, one of the f- family jobs or, or titles that no one asks you if you want if you're ready to be. That's very true. They're just like, hey, guess what, dude? You know, my brother's like, you're about to be an uncle, and I'm like, oh, well, I'm not, I'm not sure I'm ready at this point in my life <laughs> to commit to. <laughs> But seriously, like no one, yeah. you have no say in that. Oh, I was just, not hey, a good aunt the you know, first couple of years. Like I get, you know, mm, being sorry, a, being a parent, that's something you usually plan for, and sometimes you don't. Uh, but even if you don't plan for it, you still have a say. And okay, I'm not gonna. Um, Howard, but <laughs> I'm just saying the uncle or the aunt is the job that just comes out of the blue, and no one asks if you're ready for it. And I get it because you know, not a whole lot of responsibility. You know, but, you know, still, well, nobody asked me if I was ready. That's true, but it's kind of like what you put into it. It's like working out. Like you could do, you could go above and beyond every single holiday, every single day, or you can just kind of visit the gym mm-hmm. twice a month. Yeah, and and I, uh, even though I only see him a couple times a year, I do enjoy it now, but I'm looking forward to when he gets a little older, like when yeah. let's say when he gets 14, 15, 16, oh. because then I could really... You know, then we can I can introduce them to music and That'd movies. Cool. Right now, the only thing I can really offer him right now is like sports and candy, and uh, awesome. he's not even really into either one of those. Oh yeah, you're not allowed to eat candy. He, uh, mean... not that he's not allowed. He's just uh, his his mom's uh, very health conscious, and she's done a great job of like yeah. te- like he doesn't even like fast food. By the way, eight year old boy 
not interested in McDonald's or Taco Bell, which in the long run, great. That's, that's amazing. That's good. His skin's going to glisten. <laughs> but it is weird. Yeah. And he, he kind of likes sports, but, you know, I always feel whenever I visit, you know, when I, I don't want to be too pushy. You know, with like, hey, let's go out and learn to throw a baseball or let me show you how to shoot some baskets or, you know, and his dad does a good job with that, my brother. Um, but, you know, he's he's a dad and he's a husband and he's, well, and you're, he's got a full time well, job. you're like a boy boy. Like, mm-hmm. you're like a man man. Like, let's go get some sticks and make a fort, mm-hmm. son. <laughs> That's That was my impression of you if you had a son. Yeah. <laughs> Although, yeah, building forts was a huge part of my childhood. Of course it was. Yeah, I'd love to build a damn fort. Oh. But, yeah, I, I've, I bought him, I've bought him some, uh, some sports gear. I bought him one of those uh, pitching nets. It's like a spring-loaded net where you throw the baseball and it, it, it immediately bounces right oh, back to yeah, you. Oh, yeah, yeah. I went with you to Target to yeah, get that. Yeah, I, I bought him that, and I bought him a few other things. But I still feel like I'm just kind of cramming it down his throat. Like, But, so, but I will do the same thing. <laughs> When he gets a little older with music, like, you know, <laughs> hey, here's this is called Black Sabbath or here's Drive By Truckers. I can't wait to do that. And not again, not not be pushy about it, but just plant those seeds, you know, just throw it out there and, it, you know, see if he takes to it, see if he likes it. Because I, I missed out on that. I didn't have um, I didn't have any uncles. I had like uncles in law, you know. Oh, OK. I had my mom's sister had. Two different husbands. Gotcha. And, you know, but I, I rarely saw them or connected or bonded with them. So I never had like, and my dad didn't have a brother and my mom didn't have a brother. So, you know, I had a, had a couple of random uncles-in-law. But uh, Yeah, so uncle-in-law I'm, seems like a real weird, yeah. that's a that's, weird thing. That's what I am now to, oh. or about to be once we get married uh, to, to Jack and David. So I would be technically the uncle-in-law, but I never had a real uncle. And I missed out on that. I feel like having an uncle, you know, I could, and I eventually I, I, I came around to all the cool stuff anyway, but I feel like if I had an uncle, I would have learned about cool bands earlier or started uh-huh. stealing cars or this is all, these are all the things I want to do for <laughs> my nephew. I want to teach him how to steal cars. And smoke <laughs> pot. No, mom, relax. Oh, my mom's boy. probably listening. Um, no, but I, I'm looking forward to like when he gets a little older yeah. to just, hey, here, watch this cool movie or listen to this cool band, you know? And if you don't like it, that's fine, but at least I'm exposing it to Well, him. you're like a cool person though. I am pretty cool. You're a pretty cool guy. <laughs> well, no, you have a very you have a you have a strong point of view and you you like what you like, you don't like what you don't like. I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> I'm, I'm a cool dude, man. Keep, <laughs> you are. Keep going. Well, you're a cool kid. Mm-hmm. And that thing with Dave, guys, he doesn't know he's a cool kid. Everyone treats him like, oh, man, he's a cool kid. I'm going to be nice to I him. Don't think do. And then, meanwhile, I'm there like a shadow. I'm just jealous. It's right. <laughs> yeah, about to take a weird left turn. <laughs> it went weird. <laughs> Sorry. But yes, you should be this man's yeah, uncle. Yeah, dude. I'll be, your, I'll be your uncle, especially if you live in Portland. Like you said, there is a bunch of great food in Portland. I went to uh, one of the most uh, world renowned Thai restaurants in Portland called Ooh. Pok Pok. And a few months ago, and my dumb ass wound up getting, in this world-renowned Thai restaurant, I got like the whitest shit you could possibly get. I basically got chicken wings, corn on the cob, and white rice. Wow. I mean, it wasn't as simple as that. It was like, uh, what's the, fish sauce wings. They had this specialty, fish sauce, chicken wings. Mm, They were good, but at the end of the day, chicken wings. And then they had like this elote-type street corn, blah, blah, blah. It was Corn on the cob. <laughs> and then I got a side of white rice. Oh I was like, damn God. it. I really, I really messed up there. Uh, Dave I did, likes to go to lunch a lot. Oh, I love lunch. I did. Uh, I man, I wish lunch. I knew the name of the place, but I had a uh, <laughs> Korean pork shoulder sandwich. At uh, Portland people probably know where I'm talking about, but some place that had a Korean pork shoulder sandwich. Oh, that was good. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, man, I'll, uh, next time I'm in Portland, uh, let's hook up. I'll, we'll, we'll do some uncle stuff. We'll listen to Black Sabbath, steal some stop signs. Pork sandwiches. You know, we can talk about girls. Whatever you need, man. I'm here for you. Steal that car. (laughs) A Honda. (laughs) Oh, let's let's uh, let's answer another call. Yeah. Let's see what we got here. Hey, Dave. I am so glad that you and your lady have decided to do a new podcast. Uh, So I am a travel nurse and I drive long distances like you do on your tours and I'm wondering what is in your kit when you uh, when you go the long distances. What are your must-haves, and what have you found that you just brought in your early days and just flat out don't need? And uh, for your lady friend, 
uh, once Dave's out of the, the house, um, is there any changes? What, what do you do when he's, when he's out on tour? Uh, thanks guys and have a great day. What's in my kit? Um, yeah, I do travel quite a bit, um, via automobile. I, uh, I drive all over the damn country, have been doing it for 10 years. And, uh, yeah, you do need to be prepared yeah. when you're on these long journeys. Uh, for the most part, I've had good luck. And right as I said that, I remembered that I did <laughs> wreck my home slash van and almost die. Yeah. Um, other than that, I've had good luck. That was to so recap that, in a, um, a five-day period on tour with my buddy James Austin Johnson, this was fall of 2015, and within five days... Uh, for some reason, my bank account got flagged for suspicious activity, so they froze my account for 90 days. Oh, my God. Kept my money. Uh, uh, the very next day in Atlanta, my van got broken into, and my brand-new MacBook laptop, along with my passport and several other things, was stolen. Uh. And then two days later, after a show in Athens, Georgia, we're midnight, we're driving back to the hotel, and we get hit head-on by a drunk driver and totaled the van. Which, and, is, which was is your home. At the time, I was living in. And uh, uh, so that was a bummer. <laughs> comes sit, in threes, though. It does come in threes. <laughs> we're sitting on the side of the freeway, and it, I'm just, it just hit me. What you looking at? Oh, sorry. I, I, I thought I saw... Putty uh, um... cat. <laughs> I <laughs> I just saw somebody exit their car and I got nervous. That's I don't it. know why. Guys, I'm very anxious. Yeah, right well, now. this time of civil Hashtag unrest, you corona. can't be too careful. Okay. Uh, but that was, talk about a bummer. I was sitting on the side of the freeway looking at my totaled van, thinking, oh, I'm literally technically homeless right now. <sighs> that was a bummer. And we, we didn't miss a date, though. We finished the tour, rented a van, finished the tour. And uh, bought a minivan after that. But anyway, other than that, I've had good luck uh, for the most part with my travels. But yes, I do have a kit uh, that I carry with me. First of all, um, I don't know if we've talked yet about, the, I don't want to be too crass, but... The pee jugs? you got to have shit kit. Oh. An emergency shit kit. I won't get too detailed, but <laughs> it involves a plastic milk crate and some heavy-duty trash bags and some Purell and toilet paper, uh, you know, just in case. You go make a makeshift toilet somewhere. Uh, that's always important if you're traveling it's long like distances. It's like you're making your own little litter box. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of fun. The only problem then is, you know, you go handle your business, you know, behind a pep boys at 3 in the morning, <laughs> and uh, then you're just the guy walking back to his car with a bag of poo and no dog. That's fair. Just walking around with a bag <laughs> Just, of poop. You got lost. Yeah. It's like, hey, come <laughs> here, boy. Where'd you go, buddy? Lost my dog. Um, oh, Lord. But no basic stuff. You know, you, everybody needs to have like an extra, ga- a couple of gallons of water in their car. Uh, a, to drink, and B, uh, for the engine, you know, the radiator, if you get overheated you or whatever. you are going to say urinate. Uh, well, yeah, for urination. That's just a, it's an endless cycle. Uh-huh. You know, you drink the, the, the water, and then and you... And then it... Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> But no, you need a couple jugs of water, you know, for yourself and for your radiator. Um, you know, maybe an extra quart of oil is always handy. Um, jumper cables, obviously. Don't forget your machete. Yes, I was going that- to get. I was going to get to the weapons portion of the kit. <laughs> Man, my brother got me such a cool gift a couple of years ago for my birthday. He got me one of these. Uh, um, I don't know how you would even what you what you call it. It's basically a portable uh, battery starter. You can jump yourself. If your battery dies, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you keep that thing charged, uh, and your battery dies, you just hook that thing up to your batteries, and, and it juices it up for you. You don't need to hook up with somebody else, another car. Uh, so I have that. That's awesome. Uh, a good flashlight. You know, you always need a, a good mag light. Get the big, uh, sturdy mag light What's flashlight. Mag, mag is just a, a brand of flashlights. So oh. It's like what cops carry, like a big heavy duty. You can crack some over the head with it if you need to. Um but yeah, then you you need some weapons, you know, you know if you no, you know if you're not, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm not going to go off on, on on the Second Amendment or anything. But uh, if you don't want to carry firearms, uh, a good baseball bat. Uh, I prefer uh, in, in this context, smaller is better. I prefer a uh, t-ball bat. I have a couple oh. of different uh, kids t-ball bats. They're lighter. They're 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 more compact. Not creepy uh, at all. Do the same same amount of damage. <laughs> and I and a machete. Uh, you always got to have a, a machete when I go camping a lot when I'm on the road. So I feel like having that machete when I'm out camping in the woods, at least I have a fighting chance against a bear or a serial killer or yeah, something of that nature. I'm, you 
you know, um, or scaring somebody at night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you pop out of your van in your underwear <laughs> when someone's trying to break into your van, you pull a machete on them, and then they shit their pants and run off. Uh, just hypothetically, not that yeah. that's ever happened. Ooh. It did. Um, but yeah, you know, just basic common sense stuff. You know, uh, any, uh, to answer this question, anything in that kit that I don't really need, um, I was going to say machete, but it has come in, in handy mm-hmm. uh, at least once, maybe twice. I've had to brandish that thing to... Uh, whittle something? <laughs> yeah, to whittle something. <laughs> um, man, here's another thing. Okay, here's something I don't have, but I should have. Uh, everybody needs a good road atlas. Oh. A big map book, the yes. road atlas, because... Well, you know, we're all so dependent on our smartphones and our GPS. Much, yeah. What happens when you, you get in a jam and you don't have cell service or, or Wi-Fi service or whatever? Uh, get you one of those big Rand McNally, you know, big map book things. My parents had those yeah. growing up. I remember. Yeah, I had one of those when I started touring. When I started touring, I didn't even have a GPS. Oh, my god! I had a Rand McNally map book, and then sometimes I would go, uh, I'd, I'd, I would literally print off like 32 pages of the of the directions from Atlanta to Milwaukee. Oh, I love yeah. that. On MapQuest, were you a MapQuester? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Map I Quest. loved MapQuest. Yeah. Oh, guys. So. Um, and I, when you leave... Yeah, to answer boo-boo. the second part of his question, uh, or, or, or question uh, yeah, what, what anything changed for you when I'm gone? Heck yeah, guys. <laughs> oh, God. Everything. <laughs> all right. Well, first of all, the first two days are... Bravo TV is on 24-7. That or whatever, like, Apple music I have that's, like, pop and from the 90s. And then it gets weird. Uh, then I start missing you. And I go to the store. I'm not a good shopper. So I get a lot of, like, fruit. You don't or, cook very well. Uh, I don't cook well. Oh, I, red vines. And I'll get cheddar cheese. Remember the cheese chunks? I'll I'll do that. About a year ago, I was on tour, <laughs> and you ate raw. Well, you cooked it, but I you, cooked we it had in the microwave. Raw, we had raw bacon <laughs> in the fridge that was about six to eight weeks old. Which I don't think bacon goes bad. Well, still, you think to this day. incorrect. That is, that is so wrong. <laughs> it goes bad. Pork is very dangerous. Yeah. Um. My routine, well, at first I'm like, yeah, freedom. And then I very much miss Dave. And then he, I I usually organize. Yes. I organize and redecorate the entire place. So he'll come home and we'll have a new couch. Or, you know, uh, I have a friend who is amazing and she's the organizing lady. And she came, comes over and she is just an OCD psycho and helps me organize. Cause I didn't really grow up in an organized house. So I needed help. She's like my organizational coach guys. And man, it's amazing. Oh my gosh. The things I get rid of. And then he gets, I, I don't think you will ever, ever notice what I get rid of. But then like three months later, he'll be like, Hey, where's that? poster from 1972 that I got. I don't know. And then I'm like, I threw it away. <laughs> Man, one time I came home, and by the way, I tweeted this one time, and someone's like, it's a dang cook bit. Yeah, it may be, but it freaking happened to me. Uh, I came home, you threw out all my mayonnaise. I hate mayonnaise. Threw I hate my, it. My I damn can't, mayonnaise. I can't stress enough to you how much I hate mayonnaise. Mayonnaise is a disgusting, foul existence. And we were fighting. Mayonnaise rules. So I got rid of his mayonnaise. I threw away his mayonnaise. I didn't like it in the fr- like just sitting there, the white looking at me like, hello, I'm mayonnaise. Just was disgusting. It made me want to gag. You don't know how much mayonnaise you've eaten and not it's very been aware true. of it. That's very true. But I just hate it. Mm-hmm. I hate it. Well, you know why you hate it? You're not a sandwich person. I hate which sandwiches. I don't understand. That I like at all. no. I like peanut butter and jelly, oh. and I also like grilled cheese <laughs> and a couple You're warm a sandwiches. <laughs> but yeah, I do not like cold food. <laughs> you don't like a good yeah, roast no. beef sandwich, cold roast beef, cold oh. ham. No, he Macaroni made a sandwich salad. today, guys, and I just looked at it <gasps> for about a minute. Delicious. In disgust. It's ham and cheese. Real basic. Real basic. No. 
I don't understand how someone cannot enjoy a good sandwich. That's like a, I don't know, just all the the bread, you know. You love all of those components <laughs> individually. Warm. Warm. Yes. You don't eat warm cheese. You, oh, your, that's true. Your You're big right. old cheese chunks <laughs> ain't heated up. First of all, don't knock cheese chunks. Jesus. Let's not turn on each other now, we just get okay? some cheese slices? Oh, no. Just That's gnaw on it enough. like a 18th century prisoner. <laughs> <laughs> a bit of cheese, please. A Governor. hunk. A hunk of cheese. Oh, God. Well, anyway. So you don't like mayonnaise. You threw away, you threw away my damn hot sauces. Yeah. I come home. Where's uh, my hot sauce? Well, okay. To be fair, there's about 3,000 hot sauces that you have, and then you don't... Use them all all the I time. Rotate. And the organizing lady says that we have to get down to five items per thing. Like I don't think she five I don't think she's hot, talking about the fridge. Five. Don't I mess, don't really remember. Don't I, <laughs> I'm finally at the state I, in my career where this still blows my mind and I'm so appreciative. Many nights when I travel and when I tour and do shows, many nights people will show up. With gifts. And that's amazing. Hot sauce and barbecue sauce and pickled eggs and Mm -hmm. all kinds of great stuff. So, yeah, I've amassed quite a hot sauce collection. But then you... slowly throwing it away behind my back. Those have a shelf life. Everything has a shelf life. Guys, even makeup has a shelf life. I realize that. I want to hoard makeup. Are you kidding? MAC products? I've had some from high school, but you have to get rid of it. What's a MAC product? You don't know what MAC is? Well, I know like MAC, like Apple, like MacBook. Boo. What's a Mac product? Mac is why would I know? Well, it, it it's a popular store. Like it's a it's a high end makeup store. Uh-huh. But it's like Mac. Like it is a M A C M A C and the makeup is amazing. Uh-huh. And the people in there in the store, boo, <coughs> you walk in and these ladies have eyeshadow that's like Blue slash teal slash glitter, and they're all in black. And then they have this really cool belt full of makeup stuff. And then they always like do half of your face, so then you could see how ugly you are on the other half without the Mac makeup. And it's amazing. Not very nice. Well, hmm. you know, it's it's great. Like when I went to prom, I got my makeup done at the Mac counter, ah. and it was like a big deal. Okay. Yeah. Well, right on. It's like, guess how much a lip liner is? Just guess. Do you know? From Mac. From Mac? Mm-hmm. 20 bucks? Yeah, good job. Yeah. Really? About 18, 20 bucks. Yeah, that's it. Now, imagine if you went on a work trip and then you came home <laughs> and I had thrown out all your Mac products. I would. You'd be pretty damn pissed, wouldn't you? Well, guess what? Duke's mayonnaise is my Mac. Oh. So think about that, boo. Okay. You think about that next it's time you're trying to compromise trying meeting in the toss middle. Toss out my mayonnaise or my. I've done better. I bought you Chalula. dukes. Remember, I got you some when I threw it away. I, I rectified. I got the smallest jar they had. Well, I know I didn't notice that. I'm sorry. It was like a baby jar. Yeah, it was like a single <laughs> serving. Like something you get on the airplane. Yeah, it was cute though. <laughs> Minis. That's what we should do. Mm. Mm. So, yeah, uh, so what's the biggest uh, change in your daily routine when I'm gone? Is it a lot more Real Housewives? A lot. In a way that's offensive. Uh, you would be embarrassed. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's, well, it's like they're hanging out with me. Okay, that sounds so sad. <laughs> it's like they're You're in, my friend. They're my friend. They're just in the room. You know, I just like to have something on in the background. Uh-huh. And that's. A lot on in the background because I'm doing very productive things mm-hmm. like writing and cleaning mm-hmm. and hanging out. Yeah. You're very productive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very busy. It is crazy. Almost every t- every big tour, I come home and the furniture is completely rearranged. Or a wall is painted. Yeah. And a lot is, I-, I do get rid of a lot. There's so much you don't know I've gotten rid of. And then when he asks, and I know I got rid of it, sometimes I do lie. And I say, I don't know. And I don't I know where that is. Tell. I can always <laughs> tell when you're bullshitting me. You have the world's worst poker face. I'm good at it. You are not. Like, where's that crock pot from circa 1997? You've thrown away dishes and pots. What's something else? All right, right now, if you can remember, what's something you've thrown away 
that until right now I I wasn't aware of that I, don't I didn't like notice. This game. I feel Come on, like, tell me. Um, that you didn't notice. Yeah, that maybe I've never brought up or wasn't aware of. And if that is the case, then I guess also shame on me. You know, I guess yeah, it, I guess it wasn't well, that important if I never noticed it. But you're a little hoarder. Mm-hmm. You're you have hoarder tendencies. Yeah, yeah. Like um, just with. With kitchen equipment. Actually, he doesn't, guys. He has, like, no things, but I call him a hoarder because yeah. I am. <laughs> you live in a van for four years. You, you learn to streamline. Okay. I think, you know what? I know exactly. Okay. Do you remember that, like, there were these boots? They were, like, huge, like, old brown work boots. Like, they didn't look very expensive. Uh-huh. Those those bit the dust. They they've seen better days. Uh-huh. They were worn. My old landscaping boots, probably. Yeah. How many years ago was that? Uh, ten. Ten. Still. You're supposed to no. Need, need, everybody needs a good pair of boots. For what? I think that's why. I gotta go landscape. This again. is hoarding. See, uh-huh. this is hoarding. You're you're holding on to that mm-hmm. as a memory. Just remember it. Hmm. Obviously, you know. Granted, I don't have a yard anymore, but. But are you upset that that's gone? Like, would you have even noticed? Probably not. Yes. You've thrown away some other stuff, too. Nope, that's it. That's about it. You've Just those boots. Mm-mm. Mm, don't remember. Mm. Anyway, so that's what changes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go to the phones. What's up, Dave and Katie? It's Daniel J here. Saw you guys are doing a new podcast together and was super stoked. I'm a longtime Boogie Monster listener, probably listened to every show twice. Saw that you guys were doing that show and was stoked because I started following Katie on Instagram a couple months ago. Sorry if that's stalker-ish. And I got to say, man, she's way funnier than you and Kyle combined. And that's saying a lot because you guys are hilarious. So my question to you guys is, things are going real well with me and my girl. And it sounds like you guys are about to tie the knot. And I just want to know, it's a question for both of you guys. When did you know that each other were the one. When did you look at each other and say, yeah, I could wake up next to that person the rest of my life. I'm going to hang up and uh, hopefully I uh, get my message played on the show. Can't wait to listen to the podcast, guys. Stoked. I got something new to listen to every day at work. Thanks, guys. Much love. Daniel J. Thanks for saying your name. Daniel J. I love him. I like his attitude. Thank you, Daniel J. OMG. That guy's full of life. Yeah. He's got gusto. Oh, he does. It's a good quality to I have. I love it. There's and, nothing And he complimented worse. me. So I feel really, oh, I'm just smiling. I'm not saying everybody's got to be turned up to 11 all the time, but there's nothing worse. Ugh. And we know someone like this who's just always yeah, I mean, the energy of this hey, person. Hey, is, how you doing? Well, here's, here, grab a pen. Here's all the things I'm sad about. Oh, God. Well, I'm glad I bumped into you on the sidewalk. Yeah, and it's it's odd because everybody's sad about stuff, but mm-hmm. just don't focus on that, you know? Well, don't throw don't it on know. everybody that comes down the path. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> Daniel, I like, your, I like your attitude. I like the cut of your jib. Oh, Daniel, thank you so much. You know what? I can tell by Daniel's voice. I don't have Whatever he does for a living, whatever job Daniel does, I guarantee you he's good at it. Yes, and he like loves his coworkers mm-hmm. and their friends. Yeah. And yes, I tell you, he, yes, gets, yes, yes. he gets some shit done. Yeah. You can just tell. You could tell. You could tell. He's a go-getter. Yes. And has impeccable comedic taste. <laughs> But yeah, stop stalking my lady. No, Daniel. do it. Just Stalk kidding. more, everybody, please. <laughs> no, we, we welcome all stalkers. Oh, I love it. Um, that's a good question. Uh, when do you know? When, when did do, we I mean, that's, that's probably one of the most important questions in the history of man. Like, when do you know, how do you know that this person is the one? I remember a specific moment that is kind of a, a one moment, um, and... It's where my point of view of you completely changed. You were in the kitchen, and you would always cook for me, which was amazing. But when was this? Is this during the current administration? No. Oh, this okay. was actually like, a f- yeah, uh, in one of our off and ons okay. <laughs> when I was, mm-hmm. you know, drinking. Um, and you had a six-pack, like one of those, the cans, that you know, the six-pack holders, those plastic six-pack, I'm horrible. Oh, like the, the rings. The, the, the rings. Like the, the rings the, that hold the, the cans together. Cans. Yeah. And you were delicately, you took a knife and you were delicately uh, cutting each 
little ring. Well, yeah. I don't want the turtles to get caught in them. And I was like, oh, (gasps) he does know. Like, that... That's all it took? That was where I turned. That's where I was like, oh, Oh. he's not an asshole. (laughs) 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 He likes turtles. I care about the fish and the turtles. No, but that was one of the moments. Huh. But I have, have, yeah, I have some. Interesting. I don't tell you everything, fool. Yeah, that's a, that's a good question, and that's a hard question to answer too. I unfortunately I don't have. Mm. Um, well, I do. I remember we were watching a Steven Seagal okay. movie, <laughs> and I can't remember if it was above the law or out for justice. But she turned to me and she said, "I like this," and I immediately knew that she was the one. No, that um, did not happen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for me, it's not an exact moment. I think it's just one of those things that. Um, you know, uh, for lack of a better analogy, you know, it's like uh, it's like getting a rash. Dear you know. God! No, I mean this in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I am appalled. No, I'm saying it this starts off. Appalling. It starts off as like a little, you know, oh, irritation on the skin, and dear. then one day you're just engulfed, and then you're like, "All right, I guess I'll deal with this." Here's no, the thing, oh, you guys. That is a bad he analogy. has used this before on me. This rash uh-huh. analogy, and it is hurtful. First of all, I'm not a rash. Uh-huh. I'm a beautiful codependent psychopath that, yes, I cling. But <laughs> sure, we can, I, I understand the rash thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can use it like, yeah. it's like getting tattoos, like a beautiful work of art. Like, no, because a know tattoo people- happens immediately. Like you go and get a tattoo. What I, know, I mean but- is, it's like a sickness or a disease. <laughs> like the coronavirus? An, an infection oh, no. that starts off slow. No. <laughs> No, uh, seriously, know. though, seriously, it, it wasn't, I, I can't recall, like, a specific moment. Hmm. It was just one of those things where it's like, you know, over time, you're like, all right, she's worn me down. <laughs> I guess this is it. No, not at all. Um, oh. It really is. Well, somebody, I don't know, and I mentioned this before on uh, on Boogie Monster, but I forgot where I heard this or who asked this question, but in response to this age-old question... You know, how do you know? How do you know she's the one? How do you know he's the one? Whatever. Um, you ask yourself the question, can you live without her or him or whomever? Yeah. You know, if someone, if I were to ask myself this or someone were to ask me, you know, at this, back, whenever that was, hey, can you live without her? If the answer is no, then there you go. And it just, I don't know. I don't recall the specific day, like I said, but just over time, it was just, oh, man, I really love this person. And like we said last episode, I really, I love you and I like you. Yeah, I love you and like you too. Yep. And I, I, I was Sometimes. Just, I was just, it just, <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, I think I specified, you know, when I was telling the engagement story that uh, I had been thinking about it for several months before I popped the question, which is in November. So probably sometime last summer. You know, it just Something hit me. Something I did. just hit me like, hey, I, 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 I don't want to live without this person. Yeah, you couldn't live without the rash. Because <laughs> there ain't no cure. <laughs> you just got to live with it. Um, but no, I think uh, to answer your question, Daniel, like, ask yourself that. You know, hey, can I live without this person? And if the answer is no, then you need to, need to go ahead and lock it down. You know, and, and of course, logistics, I, I'm sure, plays a lot in... in in that uh, equation with people, you know, well, am I financially ready? Or And I'm not even talking about any of that, you know. I mean, logistics shouldn't play too big of a part of it. I, I mean, it should a little bit. Like, I have like a little, I have, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I have to tell you, I have a test. This is a good test, okay? I think that if you think of this person and you still go, oh, yay. That's a great point. That's your person. And I, I try to tell you this very often, and I, and I hope, you know, maybe I don't tell you enough, <laughs> but I'm genuinely excited to see you every day. Oh, that's I, really sweet. No, I'm genuinely excited to see you. I oh don't ever want to be one of these, like, cartoonish trope couples with, like, oh, the old ball and chains oh, no, here. I hate that. No, no, no. Like, screw that. Like, I am genuinely excited to see you every day. 
Like, I'm very much, I feel the same way. And that was the nicest thing you've ever well, said. No, and, I, and I made it. Totally like, takes the rash thing away. <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm excited to see you. I'm excited to, and not just like, it's easy to miss someone when you're apart. It's easy to, when I'm on the road for three weeks to yeah. miss you. But when I'm home, I'm still every day. Like, what are we doing today? Yeah. You know? And it's, well, we're a team. Mm-hmm. You're my teammate, and instead of, I don't know, I don't, I don't consider it. I, I guess I just think you're pretty rad, <laughs> and I'm lucky, and I'm lucky, and it took, but you know what? It took a lot of work on my end, at least, to learn about myself, to be alone, to figure out, okay, what do I really want? And the universe let us come back together, you know? And I think that's important. I think too many people, and I've said this to you before, you know, and I may have mentioned this last episode, when I was alone or when I was single. His favorite time. Just kidding, guys. He's a lone wolf. I was okay with it, though. I Mm -hmm. I didn't mind. Now, I'm not not even talking about during our on-again, off-again, you know, because, of course, during our on-again, off-again, of course, during the off periods, I missed you. And I wanted to be with you. But I'm talking about before I even met you. You know, I'm 42. I got a long history. But, the, you know, I've, I've had other girlfriends. I've had other relationships. But I've also had periods of time where I've been alone. No one likes to be alone. No one likes to quote. I don't know. I'm sure I did this last episode. Mm. Uh, to quote De Niro in uh, Heat, I am alone. I am not lonely. Um, <laughs> that's how I was. Like, yeah, I'm alone, but I'm not lonely. I'm like, I was fine with being by myself and, and, but my point is, I think a lot of people would rather be with the wrong person than no person. Yeah, I agree. And I, I agree. and I'm not, you know, trying to be sexist here or whatever, but almost every serious relationship I've ever had when it ended, that girl was with somebody else pretty quickly. Hmm. And it's like, huh, maybe you should take a month or two off and just be with yourself that and figure some stuff out. Incredibly awkward. That's happened to me though mm-hmm. with guys. They just they they've moved on. And I'm not sure, you know, and it's, it's not just Facebook. specific to women. I'm sure there's a lot of guys that way too, Jock. but from my point of view, you know, only dating women, uh, <laughs> then that's all I have to go on, but I almost every woman that I've dated and when it ended, they were with somebody else pretty swiftly and it's just like and I didn't take it personally like, "Oh, now she's with him," but it's like, "Huh. Really? You can't can't just take a month off and really focus on you and maybe maybe address some of the issues that you know led to the termination of your previous relationship not that it was all their fault were you always the breaker upper did you do the breaking up no i've it's been both it's, it's, it's probably been mutual close to no not i'm not saying they're all mutual i'm saying i've been broken up with and i've been the one who's pulled the plug you know both i've experienced both sides of the coin but my point is, but I you I, sound like you're more of it. Like I'm not trying to get mm-hmm. into specifics, but I feel like 80 percent you're the breaker upper. Like 20 percent, not. No, I mean, I, I really think I, I. I mean, I couldn't go through the list here, but you know, off the top of my head, it's about 50 50. You know. Wow. Okay. Um, okay. But I really think a lot of people would just rather be with somebody than to be alone, and that's no way to do it. Because then what does that say about the person you're with? Like, well, she's better than nothing. And and that's why I value you and I value our relationship so much because you're not just somebody. You're not just a placeholder. Thank you. You're not just a whatever. Like, no, no, I, I've been alone. I'm fine with being alone. But when when it really sunk in, you know, with me and you in the current administration, like, <laughs> I loved you in the previous administrations, but it was so tumultuous and so turbulent was, yeah. that I was just like, well, all right, it's just a matter of time for one of us tells you the other to F off. Uh, but in this current administration, it just hit me fairly early in, in the three years that like, oh, shit, like, okay, this is what I've always wanted. And again, not to say, oh, once she quit drinking, everything's fine. Not to say that all our problems were, were your fault or, or, or the drinking's fault. But obviously that had a little something to do with it. Mm-hmm. But but you and I both have, beyond that, we've grown. I've grown. You've grown. We've grown together. Well, after after my surgery in New Orleans, I know I always talk about that, but it really was a life-changing thing for me. I I had to be with myself. And I it was basically just 
when I was in that hospital bed in another state for 17 days, I was in codependent boot camp because I'm such a codependent person. And if you don't know what a codependent person is, I'm not trying to be rude, but uh, it's (laughs) people that are addicted to relationships and the needs of others, and they will put all of their stuff on hold to be needed and wanted and loved. And I just had to sit there with my thoughts and a lot of reality TV, but I had to ask myself, okay, what is it? What, what do I want? And it was a, it, that is a hard thing to do. And I think that's why people do go to couple to couple to couple, you know, they never serial uh, relationship people Mm -hmm. because they don't want to do that work. That that's work. Like relationships are all work, but I feel like the, I mean, this is from Sex and the City, the movie, but the, the, oh, or just the series finale. Anyway, but uh, the relationship with yourself is like the most fulfilling, the most loving, the most exciting. And if you could do that, then you're going to meet somebody that's going to do that too. And boom, it's going to be a fun partnership. That was beautiful. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's important to, um, I don't know, you know, there, we grow up with these expectations and these cliches and these tropes, and some of it's from real life and some of it's from pop culture or whatever, but just just the concept of like, like, like you got hired for a job, like, yeah, you'll do, you'll, yeah. you'll, you'll do this job as my wife or as my husband or as my, you know, breadwinner or as the mother of my children, whatever, like, no, this isn't. It's work, like you said, but it's not a job title. It's not something that just you. Well, if this don't work out, I'll go. I'll go interview somebody else. Yeah. Like no, it it really should be something special, you know. And this is your permanent roommate. This mm-hmm. is your person that's going to be with you through all of it. And I think it's it is an important decision. And also, hey, you know, sometimes people aren't meant to be married or together or, you know what I mean? There's people have different ways of functioning in the world and that's cool too. You know, if you need multiple partners, if you need whatever you need, but I feel like with these decisions, it shouldn't be forced. It shouldn't be, oh, uh, I'm 37, so I have to get married. You know, it's no, do I, can I live without this person? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really as simple as that. Well, and even socially, like with friends, I've always kept my circle small. Ugh, and I'm a big I advocate of that. Have. I think you should yeah. keep your circle small. <laughs> I because agree. Because then, then those positions, those friends, they, ha- they have meaning. You know, I mean, I'm friendly. I have, I have hundreds of acquaintances, but I got a real short list of friends. Like yeah. friends meaning like people I want to spend time with people I want to hang out with, people who I genuinely care about yeah, beyond small talk. And if I'm that way with platonic friends, then of course I'm going to be that way with a life partner, with a soulmate, with whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And, uh, rash. <laughs> you hear that? Oh, I did. <laughs> For those, uh, we addressed that in the last episode, but uh, you called me a rash a earlier. two-year-old and a four-year-old upstairs that... Uh, have a royal rumble every night. They like to just jump. I think I think it really just comes down, and I'm sure there's other barometers for that, but can you live without that person? The answer is no. Hook it up. All right, well, let's uh, let's land this plane. Uh, there you go, another episode of the Stoneberg. Oh, yay. In the books. Um, coronavirus, guys, please oh. be safe. Don't be a hero. Yeah. Hunker down with somebody, Go read, home. watch some movies, read some books, listen to some podcasts, create something. Yeah. Hey, even if you're not a creative type, if you ever wanted to paint or play a guitar, yeah, color, write songs, adult or do color anything, books, there's so many fun things. Jenga. Use this. Time. I don't know. I love Jenga. And, you know, shout out to the folks that are really struggling through this, you know, financially, <sighs> you know, medically, whatever. Like, this sucks. This is. This is new terrain for all of us. But we're all in it together. We're all in it together. Take care of each other. Um, Stop buying toilet paper, guys. It's okay. Get a a bidet. (laughs) Get a bidet. I was talking about that earlier. We don't have one, but we're going to get one. Oh, dear. Get a a bidet. That'll cut down. You ever use one? Oh, it's a good time. 
It's not. Uh, it's wet. Oh, I yeah. don't know. Okay. Anyway, yeah, we'll we'll discuss the inner workings <laughs> of a bidet on, on, a, on a later episode. <laughs> but guys, seriously, take care of each other. Uh, do what you got to do um, within the boundaries of the law and, and good morals and ethics to to get through this thing and survive. Uh, not to you know, I don't want to. I'm not trying to profit all this off of this, but um, or or poor mouth or. or Complain too much, but I, yeah, I, I just lost a, a big chunk of income having yep. to cancel a tour, and uh, that sucks. So I apologize if uh, my social media posts have been a little, a uh, little too merch related. But that being said, if you're in the need, <laughs> if you're in the market for some Dave Stone merch, I got some. Uh, a hat. I got, I got hats. I got T-shirts. I got hoodies. I got uh, cookbooks. You can find all that stuff at dumbdavestone.com. Um, yeah, every little bit helps. But hey. No obligation. I understand uh, most of us are in a pinch right now, but I'm just talking to the uh, to the small percentage of folks who's who's fortunately are like, oh yeah, I, I'm fine. I got income. I got disposable income. Well, shit. Throw throw some of it this way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. Oh, wash your hands. Okay. Love you. Bye. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to the Stonebergs podcast. If you enjoyed it, it would mean a lot to us if you could take a few seconds to rate and review it on iTunes. And if you don't listen to it on iTunes but still want to help out, simply tell a friend, as word of mouth is so important. Follow us on Instagram, at The Stonebergs Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, at The Stonebergs. And lastly, give us a call 24-7 and leave a voicemail at 562-548-2012. That's 562-548-2012. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.